0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Health, Wealth and Anything Else. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Health Wealth. Barry is back again with me this week. Uh, we're both back from being away, so you you feeling refreshed, Barry?
1: I am, Ryan. Thanks, uh, thanks again for having me. Great to great to be back uh, and being uh, getting back in the in the swing of it um, after a, a few days away. I did manage to um, put together um, a little reel that I'm about to post for those that are away and away from their normal habitat away from their normal normal environment they're away from their gym um you know they, they' they don't have any any equipment to work in that put together a nice little deal for those who are on holiday who are maybe away on business and want to keep lean and and and, and fit and retain that muscle um in a quick 15 minute circuit you know five or six exercises that can actually just be done in the hotel room it's um, I will I will get up there and uh, you know hopefully it is of value and um, yeah in terms of the break itself yeah yeah it was it was, it was really good uh, I got a bit more I took my, my laptop and got a bit of work done and uh, getting closer to um, probably on the third draft. Um, the third, the third draft of my my first course, and uh, it's getting closer. So, um, yeah, all good here, and uh, looking, for, looking forward to another um, valuable valuable discussion.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. That's and that's that's handy because uh, with with in regards to real that you'll be posting because often going away can be difficult. You know, sometimes you might be in a hotel with a gym sometimes you can't bother to go down to the gym but having just something you can easily do uh, in the hotel room uh, is definitely handy so that definitely be good for people heading towards the summer as well everyone getting ready for their summer holidays so uh, they can they can stay in shape while they're away
1: for sure yeah uh, I think the it will definitely be a, diff, a, a little bit of a different kind of training you know more training outdoors I think which is great because being out in the, the open you know there's research that shows that being out in the open and, and um and in sunlight and daylight and absorbing those, you know that oxygen and 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 just the, the environment, you know, is very is it's, it's even more beneficial when you're doing your training as opposed to being in you know a closed up um, room um, or a gym with with no windows, which obviously is uh, I mean obviously is very beneficial if if you're doing the right type of workouts, but being out in nature, I think uh, there is. For sure, there is uh, there's research to show that, that that's beneficial for your health and your well being, as well as getting the exercise in. And uh, my uh, my older brother's got the um, has has completed his outdoor gym now for the summer. It's mm, gone nice. extreme, super excited, and looking to to get that launched. Uh, looking to get that, we'll be putting that out locally. And we'll be we'll be generating some interest and in hopefully doing some. Some sessions with with the first uh, group of people, um, so it's, uh, it's it's looking great. I'll, I'll certainly get some pictures up for the for the viewers on the uh, on the Facebook page, and um, yeah, it's going to be. Um, I think it will definitely generate interest, and obviously, uh, coincides with you know the the the, the calisthenics bodyweight course courses that I'm building anyway. So it's, uh, it's something else to look forward to for summer. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, there's a lot of research
0: um, around that, not in terms of not even just um, exercise, but in terms of getting outside. I've been looking into, you know, different things around uh, like routines, especially in relation to sleep um, and just overall daily routines and getting your body ready and get, getting out in the morning, getting sunlight on you, fresh air, getting outside it is hugely beneficial to you. Um, so yeah, the, the more time you can spend outside, the better really uh, that our bodies work better getting the sun and getting the fresh air so yeah there's a there's a ton of a ton of benefits to that which is good if uh if people can get it today I just this week I, I saw something which uh grabbed my attention and I, I thought let's discuss it on the podcast because um it's something that's just so um crazy to me but to a lot of people it's completely normal so obviously diabetes everyone knows about diabetes diabetes is one of probably the biggest conditions in the world i would imagine i don't know the exact numbers but it's just i just saw someone posting about the basically the dietary guidelines from the american diabetes association so you know the the rule as you would have it on diabetes and the the diet that they advise people with diabetes to go on and the advice is just completely terrible um It's completely and utterly terrible what they tell people to go on. And it just kind of reinforced the whole point to me of just the terrible advice out there and the fact that the main issue in proper nutrition and proper health is just lack of knowledge. People are just told the wrong stuff. They're brainwashed with it almost because it's just everywhere and it's being pushed and pushed and pushed. And so people just assume it's true. And then obviously you try and tell them that it's not true and that people won't believe you because it's been pushing them for so long. And it's just, it's just so terrible. So I thought we could kind of, uh, go over it, uh, a little bit today Absolutely. and kind of, kind of talk about how bad it is. Um, so, I mean, th- this was one, I'll, I'll go look at the actual thing on the website, but this was one that someone shared, which is kind of what they've said you should eat, um, and the first thing on the list they've got is whole grains. I mean, they put at the beginning minimally processed, but whole grains are, are carbohydrates. And they're, that's essentially sugar, which is not what diabetics um, should eat. And kind of, I, th- I think maybe before we talk too much on the food, should maybe just talk a bit about diabetes. I think a lot of people who even suffer from diabetes don't actually understand diabetes that well. I mean people who have diabetes will probably try and tell me I don't understand diabetes because I don't have it. You know I've had people before who have diabetes trying saying stuff to me that's clearly not true but they've been told it's true. And again these people are told incorrect stuff by their doctors. I'm not having a go at people with diabetes that they're, they're given the wrong information and we're trying to give them the right information. But a lot of them believe that they need to eat carbs because they need glucose to balance out the insulin that they're okay. taking and being injected in but 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 they they don't um, if, if you remove the carbs from your diet and you eat a low carb or a zero carb diet, it removes your need for insulin. So you either have lower insulin, um, you, you, your need for medication is lower or removed altogether. And in fact, there, there's actually been um, studies in animals, uh, I think in mice, where they've even actually reversed type one diabetes, which people don't really think is reversible, but doing i think it was fasting four days a month in mice and they actually began to regrow the cells that produce insulin because with type one they don't have the cells to produce insulin so they're basically type one will have insulin for the rest of their life on a low carb zero carb diet you can massively reduce the insulin they need type two is fully reversible but type one they'll still need it but there's research coming out that through fasting you can actually start to regrow the cells to produce the insulin so Yep,
1: cell
0: the, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it's actually um, it, it's a myth that they need carbs in their diet. You know, carbs are the enemy for them. Carbs are what will kill them. You know, by if you have carbs and your glucose spikes, they're constantly eating carbs to balance out the insulin they've injected, and then the insulin, you know, the insulin gets too low and the carbs too high, so they inject some more insulin, and then the carbs are down, and then they eat more. Like if you just take the carbs out and take the insulin out, you're balanced, and it really is that. That simple, uh, and people don't really understand it. And it just the advice is terrible. I mean, I don't know if you have an experience of knowing people around you who have diabetes and what kind of they've gone through or what diet they're on or anything like that.
1: Not, not inter- not, not too closely. No, I, I, I do have. Um, there is, there is somebody I know who, who does have um, a condition with. Um, it, it, it's the the diabetes that that it's it's actually a condition it's not a condition in terms of that through through lifestyle was such you know it was something that was inherited yeah um, I love
0: that, that's type, type type one that
1: is yeah so so, so with, with the type two so with the the, the thing is um uh, this person um the, so he's got the type one but the lifestyle isn't conj- the 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 well so from what I've seen and what I've heard isn't mm-hmm. conducive to even trying to reverse that it, it actually is a lifestyle to actually add it, it, it's a lifestyle that, that can contribute to type two, di- type 2 diabetes a lot of sugar a lot of sweets uh, you know fizzy drinks not 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 a huge amount of protein Um, too many carbs and not enough healthy fats um, so you know from what I know that um, you know, that that's just that that's that's a double, doubly disastrous actually. When you think of it, you know, as if you if you've got that inherited already, you know, that that's that's obviously just bad luck, but you should be doing everything you can to actually reverse that, even if it's uh, inherited or genetic, you know, uh, and, and not self inflicted to begin with. Um, but yeah, that lifestyle, just that diet, that daily diet, just perpetuates it you know so um that 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 is obviously that that is a problem um but yeah as you say you know people are not well informed at all and they think that it's it's something that 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 can be that can be fixed by increasing the amount of carbs that you have that it's not all their fault you know it's just about getting the right medication as well and you know that this is just new age nonsense, you know. It, it can absolutely be controlled. The the more in the in the the strong the 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 most effective way through through fasting. That that is how we evolved to begin with as humans. That's how we ate, we hunted when we were hungry. We ate when we were hungry, and everybody was we just didn't have these problems back in the day. You know, like we, everybody was was fat, muscular, in good shape. Um, healthy of course we didn't have the medical care that we do now you know which is why the life expectancy has is obviously increased through time but the the ideas and the principles were correct you know fasting allow your body to burn off that internal fat allow it to force itself to find new new methods uh, new sources of energy allow it to conduct cell regeneration allow it to burn burn fat and send it to all around the body in, a, in an effective way, send it to your brain, increase your, improve your metabolism, clear out your gut, improve your, your mental energy, there's just so many benefits, and in this particular case helping stave off diabetes, and yes, I mean, a lot of the, the, the mainstream information out there is, is flawed
0: Yeah, and like you say, the, the, the example of the person you know there they, they probably are completely unaware of the knowledge that actually they could completely control and massively improve their condition just through diet, mm-hmm. which is just not told to people. I mean, med- according to medical uh, definitions, diabetes, both type 1 and type 2, w- will never get better. It, it will just get worse over time, and you can try and slow down that worsening through medication. And that, that's what it is. There's no – they're not even trying to cure you with medicine they're just trying to help you survive over time and, and not get worse. Whereas actually through, through diet, it's, you know, especially type, I mean, type two is is pretty easily reversible and completely managed through, through diet. Type one is, is more difficult because it's like you say, it's, it's more on the genetic side. It's, it's actually thought of as a, it's an autoimmune condition Um, type one that, that's believed to be kind of where it comes from, what it would identify as. Um, but that that's obviously a bit more tricky and in depth than than type two. Type two is just down to lifestyle and diet. I mean, you you gave yourself it through your diet, so you can fix it through your diet. Like it's the, it's literally that simple. The but like the, uh, I I went on the American Diabetes.
1: Yeah, I would be about, well, one, one of the sort of just one one of the most uh, you know eye opening things that you, that you saw during your research as well. I'm sure that you're going to come on to that.
0: Yeah. So I, I went on from having seen that. I went on and looked and, and I found this an actual PDF from their website saying about the best foods, the healthiest choices It's basically non-starchy vegetables, which again, uh, they're, they're still, um, they won't spike your sugar by as much as, you know, other carbs, but it's still, they still have sugar in them. Yeah. Um, fruit, which is an absolute terrible advice fruit is full of sugar and people try and differentiate that fruit's healthy sugar, fruit's not healthy sugar. It, in some cases, the sugar in fruit is actually worse. So fructose um, will actually have the same effect on the liver that alcohol does, which makes oh, really? sense. Because, yeah. Really? It, I mean, it makes sense because alcohol is from fruit, isn't it? It, yeah. it is how you get it. So it used to be back in the day, type two, um, diabetes, you used to be, um, classed as alcoholics, diabetes. I think, do they call it alcoholics? It something to do with that anyway, but alcoholics. Because it was only people who were alcoholics who would get it. They would get type 2 diabetes and fatty liver disease. They were the two things they would get. Now, um, that is prevalent in kids. Kids get. Kids are getting fatty liver disease and they were getting diabetes. So they changed the name from alcoholics to, um, or, or drinkers' diabetes. I can't remember the exact word they said. But anyway, they changed it to type 2 because now kids are getting it. Kids clearly aren't drinking alcohol. But it's from um, fructose, which they're yep. getting from either fruit or obviously fructose is also added to food. But so fructose is not a healthy sugar; it's it's bad, and that is one of the main causes of type two diabetes. So you you don't want to be eating fruit. Um, again, a huge list of whole grain foods. Saying so, and this is a huge myth. Again, is people think whole grain means healthy? It doesn't mean healthy at all. It's it's whole grains are just carbohydrates. It, it, it doesn't matter what word they put at the start of it their carbs their sugar and they're not good for you okay if you're going to have some carbs now and again and whatever you can have whatever carbs you want now and again but overall you know it's not whole grain doesn't mean healthy and, and people have been kind of tricked into that it's been a market employee. so they've got a load of that um like things like lentils and legumes which again are bad and they have a load of stuff which is going to really mess with your your stomach and stuff like that and also they're full of um leptins which will block um leptins which is what tells your brain uh, when it's full so basically they'll cause you to overeat because they'll block that signal so you, that's why when you're eating lots of um sugary foods and things like that you don't ever feel full because you are full but you you it's stopping the signal to your brain yeah um better to and, say yeah exactly it's literally it's like blocking all these foods are blocking the normal symptoms of your body the normal functions and yet people think it's okay to eat like clearly it's not it's stopping your body do what it's meant to do um i mean for protein they just have a tiny section at the bottom of lean cuts of meat but all the other proteins are like plant proteins that they have fish on there. then there's like beans and lentils nuts and seeds and they say about lean meat so they're trying to get you away from animal fats, which actually animal fats is what you want to eat because that is what's going to give you energy. And that is what your body turns into glucose as and when it needs it. So if you, if you cut out carbs and you don't eat fat, then actually you'll still be in trouble because then you'll have zero glucose. You, you, you need the fat, you need the healthy fats. They've gone yeah. here. The, the fats that you should eat are fats from like avocados, olives, nuts, um, oils they actually they list a load of um seed oils on here which we all know how bad seed oils are for you salad yeah. dressings and, may- and mayonnaise so no animal fats listed on there no butter nothing that and that's what they're trying to tell you to have that that's basically their overall um advice on food which is basically they're telling you to avoid fatty meat good animal fats and basically meat in general which is the exact opposite of what you should be doing. And they're telling you just to fill up on all those different sections they had, all essentially translate into sugar in the body, which is, you know, what, what, what you don't want. So it's just basically telling you the opposite, which is kind of the advice they give in all areas in terms of nutrition and exercise. Good news. Our podcast is now available on another new platform. This one is called Newsleave. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It basically finds the trending articles on the web for any topic you can think of, and it reads them out to you in a natural human voice, so you don't even have to read them yourself. You can follow any kind of topics on there. There's sports, there's business, health, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians, if you really wanna know about them. And they also have podcasts, of course, your favorite. The Health World podcast is there. They've got podcasts from over 80 countries, and I listen to all of my podcasts on there now, and they even have digital radio. So you can download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And if you use the promo code WEALTH, I'll also put that in the description, you will get a one-month free premium subscription. So go and download Newsly now, subscribe to our podcast, and get your one-month free.
1: Excuse me, was that an article, an American study?
0: or No, no, uh, so this is is the actual um, American Diabetes Association. So they're basically the, you know, the supposedly go-to authority on diabetes, and this is what they're saying for people to eat. So this is, for anyone who diabetic. is, they're going to look at that. You know, if I say to them, look, what you want to do is you want to cut out carbs and you want to try and eat more meat, they're going to look on here and say, no, 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 you're wrong. This is what I'm told to eat. And, and they're being essentially told to eat a diet, which is just killing them, maybe slowly, but killing them. And, and it, you know, it's just shocking, really.
1: Mm. It sure is. Uh, it's, it's it's quite bizarre and, and crazy in a way that that it gets so much attraction from, you know, the general public and that they they can get away with that. But at the same time, th- this is what um, doctors are are here for to prescribe when it actually you, you can very much be your own doctor, you know, and, mm. and, and prescribe your own medication, which first and foremost is your nutrition. And then of course that ties in with, uh, you know, this the pharmaceutical companies producing medications for this. Uh, of course there's medications that, that, that are needed, but um, yeah, it's very much a kind of vicious cycle. And it, just going, it's something that you did mention was about uh, lentils, and um, y- people hear lentils and they think, oh, that, oh, that's great, that's wholesome, that's mm. healthy. You know, uh, uh, iron uh, s- seeds, nuts, these sort of things, and we automatically assume it's related to health. But actually, these these things aren't good for you at all. And and the the one that you mentioned, the uh, wheat. Um, sorry, the yeah, uh, uh, L- the- lentils yeah, uh, the, the, yeah. Sorry, the, the first one the first one that you mentioned about um whole 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 grain oh whole grains whole yeah, grain. yeah, yeah 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 that that's a, that's another one that you think oh whole grain that's 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 hearty that's whole that's that's healthy you know when actually it's it's, it's just it's it's not naturally produced you know and, mm. and it's it, it's not healthy for you at all you know it's just it's it's carbs it's going to create sugar and in your body that we don't need, and it's not going to be conducive to a healthy lifestyle. I mean, lentils. I saw something the other day on um, Good Morning. I think it was Good Morning Britain or Good Morning, a uh, morning show, and they were they they were cooking. Uh, there was a panel, and they were they were cooking in in the kitchen. Someone was cooking. It, it was like bean bean and lent bean and lentils, and making them into like burger parties, You know, and then they went. They had another three. They had three guests um, sitting at the table trying it, and two of the guys actually. Looked, first of all, they didn't. They didn't look like they were enjoying it, and one was actually <laughs> almost like this, you know. As you and then kind of woke up as the camera was on it and uh, on them and reluctantly started eating his burger, and then and then the, the, the lady, the lady next to them said some. A absolutely terrible um, diatribe of nonsense about how we're, we're that that how it, it tastes great. Well, it, it it tastes better than meat. We're all trying to reduce our meat consumption anyway, which is a terrible thing. And also, what she was saying is that there's more iron in these bean burgers, uh, bean and lentil burgers, than there are in actual meat. You know, which is which is nonsense. I mean, there's there's zero hem iron in lentils. So that the absorb the absorption absorption of absorption of uh, non iron iron non hema iron in humans is just diabolical, you know, and it doesn't have anywhere near the amount of protein that that that, that beef has, for example, or, or or other meats. And and this whole uh, culture of, of getting people to try and reduce their meat consumption, it all it all ties into the you know the overall. Um, I, what I believe is the overall agenda, to make you weaker, to make you physically weaker, mentally weaker, and then more more reliant on the system, less capable of being able to critically think and show uh, things like courage and stoicism and all the things that you discipline, all the things that, that make, you know, a strong body and a strong mind. And I really believe that, that, that it all that all ties in because people will look at that morning show and just and see these people on TV and think, oh, well, they really know what they're talking about, you know. So that whole bean burger thing and trying to say that it was a better alternative to meat was just absolute nonsense, you know. It's never going to be that. That's not what the science shows, and you know that it's 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 another example of of of, pro, of bad programming and and. People need need to be very wary about what it is they're listening to it and doing their own research and actually questioning these things.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you raise a very good point there, which is about the absorption. So people just people think everything is just so kind of black and white with stuff like oh, so bro- broccoli has this much whatever vitamins and nutrients and whatever these plants. But you know, firstly all of the nutritional content on food as well as the calories is all just guesses. Like that, none of it is going to be dead accurate. You know, calories, calories are supposedly when they did some research, the actual calorie content of food was out by about 50% on most of them. And any, even in terms of nutrients, firstly, what they say is in there is not accurate. Secondly, how much does your body actually absorb? And this is very true with plant proteins. So a lot of plant proteins, especially soy and wheat, and um, they actually have protein inhibitors in them which will actually prevent you prevent your body from absorbing the protein in them yep. so you know you're thinking oh i'm getting 20 grams of plant protein here your body's probably not even absorbing 2 grams of it but the thing that's even worse is they will also inhibit your body getting protein from good sources like meat so if you eat a piece of chicken on its own that say got 15 grams of protein in you'll get 15 grams of protein if you eat that chicken in a sandwich you will get like not even 50% of that protein absorbed into your body because the wheat um, is inhibiting it. So right. it, th- yeah. there's so much more kind of nuance to it than what people think. People just think, okay, you know, on a, on a package, it says this much carbs, this much protein. Okay, that's what I'm getting. It's not, you know, and a lot of protein shakes, obviously people who work out and exercise a lot do a lot of protein shakes. Protein shakes that are made from plant protein, your body will not be taking in the amount of protein that you think you're getting from a protein shake. Like I, I, you know, protein shakes maybe can be beneficial sometimes where people really need to boost their protein, but they need to be careful what source of protein it is. And also you're much, much better off getting it from a food source than from a protein shake. But but people just need to be careful. And with vegetables as well, even the vitamins and nutrients within them that you know, vegetables do have vitamins and nutrients in. But again, because of the toxic stuff in them, yep. all of the toxins, which which we're trying to avoid anyway, but they don't just you know, poison your body. They also prevent your body absorbing the good stuff that's actually in there. And so what's the point in even eating it? The, the good stuff in there, you're hardly getting. You're also absorbing a load of bad stuff from it. So what's the point in even eating it? Just remove it from your diet and eat stuff where... You know, one of the things where um, people talk about on, on carnivore diet, say, oh, pe- you, you can't go toilet on the carnivore diet, um, which you can. You go toilet fine, but you go a, lot less, um, a lot, uh, lot less frequently. But the reason behind that is that, I mean, you shouldn't be going that regularly anyway. Like people going like a good few times a day, that's too much. Your bowel should be rested. But the other reason is that like 99% of what you're eating is being absorbed by your body. You haven't got much waste. If if whenever you eat, you're needing to go to the toilet, you're not absorbing a ton of the stuff from your food. So you're basically it's most of it's coming out as waste. So what benefit is your body getting from that food? So you should sure, be going but, less often eating properly.
1: Yeah, you raise a lot of good points here, Ryan. You know, in terms of the absorb absorption, absorption. I can't say this word right tonight, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. The the this is why you know anyone who says they they'll, they'll look at it and say oh they'll look at vegetables or they'll look at you know other things and say oh it's got an X amount of um you know it's got an X amount of protein in it and I'll be able to absorb all of that well you won't because it's not in the form that the body is capable of absorbing it the most effectively the the form that it's cap- the the, the body is capable of absorbing it the most effectively is in meat. That's how that's why we as you say, if it's got a hundred grams of protein in there, we're going to absorb all of that, you know, when it's when it's in its meat form, when it's in its other forms, you know, vegetables, for example, the inhibitors are going to stop, are going to prevent that from from absorbing that certain percentage of protein. And the 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 other thing is is the is the toxicity, the, the, the toxins in it. And this comes from the defence mechanisms that are inbuilt within plants, because as, animal, as animals, cows, chickens, whatever it is, every animal has a defence mechanism. They are able to, to varying degrees, defend themselves, whereas plants are static, they can't. So that is, this is where the, the, the toxins come in as a defence mechanism, you know, that some, 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 an animal or human will come along and take a bite and go, I'm mm, not quite sure of that. <laughs> you know, that that's, that's how they defend themselves, you know? And yeah. this is why we're we eating vegetables, okay? We're getting some of the vitamins and minerals, but we're also getting a lot of the toxins as well. And that's just mm. not good for your your your, your gut. Um, no. It really can. And, and I, I do fully believe, from what I've read so far, that the carnivore diet is, is perfect, not only extremely healthy but it's it's perfectly safe in terms of your um you, the times that you need to go to the bathroom the you know the 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 way your body processes it there's no kind of bad side effects or anything so um yeah the, the in terms of these uh the the, the science there you're, you're spot on mm.
0: and, and where you talk there about the you mentioned about cows and stuff being to defend themselves and, and, and plants having their toxins. and it kind of brought up another point about the reason that um, we're clearly not meant to eat plants as our main source of foods, that we don't have the capability to break them down properly. Like cows can literally just eat grass and they can turn it into um, fat and into muscle and from from just grass because they have they have four stomachs it goes through they regurgitate it and that they basically break down the fiber that's in plants and we can't break down fiber you know people talk about oh you need fiber in your diet whatever fiber is absolutely useless to the human body we we cannot break it down at all it just goes through our system and will come out the same and what it does on the way through is does damage plant fibers are essentially um sawdust They're jagged. Plant fibers are the same as what would be on on a tree. And actually in some foods, if you see a food that says it's got added fiber, majority of them they've actually added sawdust to that. Right. That's what they actually do in the food industry. And so obviously sawdust, okay, I mean, in your hands sawdust might seem kind of soft, but imagine it going through your insides like that's that's where you get leaky gut and stuff. They're going to be jaggedy, it's going to be caught on the intestines going through. Fiber is absolutely useless to us. All it does is damage. But Animals that can eat plants, uh, like gorillas, people say about, oh, gorillas eat plants and they're big. But, you know, they have different stomachs. They're able to break it down and to get energy from it. Cows are too. Humans can't. We we don't have the ability to do that. So clearly we are not meant to eat plants as our main source uh, of food. We We can, you know, we can get by eating some plants where we need to. You know, where maybe there was times where you didn't have access to meat or whatever, there's some fruits we can eat. And and to be wow. honest, back in, the, yeah, back in the day, yeah, back in the day it would probably be more fruit than vegetables. You know, fruit are more kind of sweet, attractive, and and bioavailable than the vegetable vegetables we would have probably steer clear from for a long time until the kind of agricultural revolution when they kind of started farming and that. Before that, it would have probably only been fruit because the majority of plants will, as we said before, will kill you um you know if you if you just go out and wander around in the wild m- more often than not if you take lucky dips more often than not they'll they'll be poisonous yes. uh, yeah uh, and kill you so you know that all the signs are there from me you know and, and these animal products we can use everything in them they're good for us plants we can't use most of the stuff in them they're toxic for us and they're trying to tell us that that's what we should eat and that's right for us and another really interesting fact i'll just drop in um that i found um from researching and stuff, is that well, actually, two I'll, I'll drop two. I'll drop two. <laughs> They're coming to me as I'm talking. So, the first one is that since yes. the agricultural revolution, um, so some of the guys I watch the podcast now I look at a lot of uh, paleontological uh, research and stuff. So, getting evidence of what humans would have ate and how they would have been from, you know, um, skeletons and whatever. And from the start of the agricultural revolution, which was whatever, thousands of years ago when we started kind of properly eating plants before that, we didn't really, and um, the human brain has shrunk by 11%, which is kind of uh, that's to me says that that's not what we should be eating in the first place. And then the second thing is that obviously people blame everything, uh, all the kind of illnesses we have nowadays uh, on just processed foods, um, which processed foods are, you know, partly to blame Pro- probably, yep. The huge increase in obesity and stuff is is mainly down to processed foods. But um, in Egypt, they were huge on agriculture, but also they used to mummify all their remains, not just the pharaohs and stuff. It was everyone. So apparently there's more mummified remains in Egypt than there are people alive in Egypt or was it in the world? Something crazy. Anyway, tons of them. So they, they can get really good research from it. And they found that, you know, in Egypt, thousands, thousands of years ago, they were rife with things like diabetes and obesity and stuff like that back then so pe- people think that these are new in terms of it's just processed food but there wasn't processed food back then but they were huge on agriculture and, and yeah. they had these same things then whereas if you look back in meat-based civilizations they did not have those issues but even back then they did so they were two really kind of really interesting things i came across that kind of solidify the fact that plants are not our base food yes we can get by and survive eating plants but it's clearly not optimal, and, and meat should be the base of our of our diet.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting about what you're what you're saying about the you know the the revolution you know hundreds of thousands of years ago when we didn't actually have these processed foods and fancy packages, and the problems were still apparent there mm. because through through agriculture, obviously, the consumption of of vegetables and. Uh, yeah, obviously, that all the with all the processed and foods that, that and convenience foods, that, if you will, that we have nowadays, it's just mm. it's just perpetu- it's perpetuated and increased the problem, you yeah. know. And quite concerning about what you, it, it, about the the, the the research that you that you read up on about the shrinking of the human brain, you know, mm. eleven is is actually a hell of a lot. That's a,
0: that's a good amount, isn't it?
1: That's just pretty, it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty damning statistic. And that is, um, you know, that, that is concerning, especially with, um, you know, the next generation. Um, mm. Because uh, again, people are really not aware of just how how much what you eat affects your brain power. It re- mm. It's, it's, there's, there's research has shown there's, there's clearly a link between the two. and. Yeah. I've certainly found um, I wasn't actually fasting last week. Um, I, was, I, I was, you know, taking it easy and 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 treat, treating myself, if you will, um, by uh, you know having having a nice couple of breakfasts that that, that tasted really good at the time. But I, I hit a wall later on, you know, and that was mm. my body telling me you're not used to this, you know. That yeah. this is not what um, you had. You had that you've been putting in place and building up to. You're not allowing that, you're not allowing me to continue the good work that I've been doing by you depriving me of calories for most of the day. And I'm able to do all this stuff. So later on, I just didn't feel good at all. But, um, but anyway, that that was a that was a few days, and, and I suppose that was allowed. So I've been back on it today, seven o'clock, full fast up till 7 p.m., and uh, back feeling great. And from what I've I, 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 I think I've mentioned it um previous shows I have felt sharper, and I felt more energetic, you know, because my brain is getting that extra energy, it's getting that right amount of energy and the body is not having to, the body's able to do the other things it needs to do without, when when I'm not giving it calories to try and process, so um, but yeah, uh, in terms of the, the, the agricultural revolution, that's a that's a that's pretty interesting, you know, and uh, it shows that the problems were were apparent, you know, well before processed foods even came onto the scene. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's so a lot of the
0: at the beginning of the agricultural revolution, it it was mainly grains and stuff that they would have been having, uh, yeah. especially in Egypt, yeah. and and that's um, you know that's just just sugars basically, isn't it? So that was um, a, a huge cause of the problem, um, and. It, it's actually Alzheimer's is actually referred to as type three diabetes now because they, they actually believe that Alzheimer's is basically caused by the same thing as diabetes, the, the poor diet and um, drinking too much sugar uh, drinking, just consuming too much sugar um, and not enough fat because our, our brains are 70% fat and cholesterol. That, that's what they're mainly made from. And if you're not getting enough of it, your brain can't kind of regenerate. Um, it can't work properly. And, yeah you, you start to lose brain function and and there's been good research that um that patients with alzheimer's and dementia have seen massive improvements put on uh, like a ketogenic diet so so sort of a very low carb and with intermittent fasting in it, and they've had really good results on it cuz like you said there as well it it allows your body time to do the processes it needs to, our body is not made to be constantly processing food. And nowadays that's what it is, isn't it? Like people, you know, you wake up, you have breakfast, they have a, a, a cup of tea and a snack in the morning and they have lunch and they have another snack, they have dinner or need a snack before bed. Their body other than a couple hours when they sleep, their body is just constantly processing food. And that is not what our body's made to do. Our body should just now and again, we'll have a big meal. Our body processes that food. And then the rest of the time, Our body does the things it needs to, clears itself out, you know, keeps the house. It's it's like if you had, you know, let's let's say you've got a house with a a, you know a family in, and the 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 wife, let's just assume we don't want to offend any any people, let's just assume the the wife is a stay-at-home wife and she's in, you know, she keeps the house clean, but then the husband or the kids or whatever, just give her tons and tons of jobs to do. So that she's constantly doing stuff and she can never clean that house is going to get dirty isn't it it's going to become a mess if no one else tidies except for her and she's busy doing stuff that house is going to be a mess and your body's the same your body wants to clean itself and wants to look after itself and you're just constantly going no process this process that and the stuff coming in is not even good for it so it's no wonder our body ends up a complete and utter mess
1: yeah So I create analogy there ryan you know another one that that's, that's kind of similar as well. One that I've heard of and one that I actually thought of. But you know, if you've got a, fr- a fridge and, and the freezer is absolutely full of food and you keep buying food, to put in the fridge and keep keep using mm. that, then what happens to the, the, the food in the freezer? It never gets used, it's wasteful, yeah. unresourceful. It's the same as you know, you've got um, you're out in a, a cottage and or a house in the woods and uh, you know, you've got a, you get plenty of wood there to make a, a fire in the in the fireplace plenty of wood imagine calling up for more wood you know throwing the fireplace <laughs> when you've got a a, a shed full of the stuff you know mm. it's just it's inefficient it's just yeah. and and that inefficiency as you say transcends into people's energy levels and their physical makeup you know um, yeah I saw a few people at the weekend they are coming back and they're Late, late 40s early 50s still pretty young in life and just their their, their complexion their, their 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 physical makeup they're carrying too much weight they're sluggish they don't have um mo- mobility the way they move uh even their their it affects their hair their skin everything and and they just—they actually just think it's normal. It's just part of getting old. That's just what happens, you know. That's that's nonsense, you know. Mm. Yeah, we when we get older, we can't get away with the same amount of things that we used to. But if you're doing everything to a really high standard, you 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 can you can age really well, and you can stay fit. You can stay in great shape. You can stay mobile. You can stay mentally active, and. It's all, it's all related to what it is that you're eating and when you're eating it. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's something that, you know, I'm really, con- obviously I'm really conscious of it now, but a lot of other people just think that, oh, well, this is just part of the process, you know? It's that mm. whole, well, you know, it's not part of the process. It's part of your process. It's up to you to change your process, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. People just uh, yeah, they they accept it. It's like, well, that, that's what you're accepting. I'm not gonna accept that. And you don't have to. Like I find the same. Like when I go to I, I got a you know, a big family, when I go to family events, you know, that there's most of the guys, like my brothers-in-law, um, or, or or my brother, like will go to a family thing in the day, people might eat, and by the afternoon, the majority of them are sleeping, having a nap. And I'm like. Are you, are you guys okay? Like, they're around my age. I'm like, why are you needing to fall asleep in the day? Like, that that's not normal. Like, yeah. a, ba- a baby naps in the day. You don't need to nap during the day. I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, gets to this time, you know, at the weekend I've eaten. I can't stay awake. I'm like, there's, you know, that's that's telling you something's up. You, sh- you shouldn't be falling asleep. I couldn't, let I'd have to, you know, if I've had, like, a few nights of really bad sleep, potentially I could maybe fall asleep in the day, but, you know, I, unlikely. And and I'm just like it's it's crazy. People yeah. gotta look after themselves.
1: Yeah, and as you say that they are conditioned to think that's just a normal thing yeah. that happens. You know that that's that's just the way it is. When actually it's their bodies, a really big sign. Their bodies tell them you need to change things up. Yeah. You, know, you need to give me a break and let me fix things. Stop giving me food to process. And yeah, yeah like the one that came to mind earlier, which was uh. A, a, I mean, it was it's, it's a phenomenal marketing ploy, um, and it's also it's it's a like great it, they they really hit the nail on the head when they when they they coined the term and the brand fruit and fiber, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's 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 it, with all the packaging and everything, you know, and and people were just suckered into thinking this is just gonna mm. make me feel so energized right at the beginning of the day you know and how wrong is that it's just it's so far away from the truth it's unbelievable you know because both are not good for you at all and um you know porridge is uh, porridge is is another one you know because that's Mm -hmm. got you know a percentage of grains in it as well you know quite a, a a large amount and you know, that's just uh, that's, uh, a big helping of sugar in the morning. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you see, all
1: the, see all the health
0: influencers with their porridge recipes and all this other like good porridge in the morning to give you energy for the day. Like, no, it doesn't give you energy for the day. No, no. no. There's, there's actually um, sugar, actually, there's interesting research that sugar actually it, it damages the mitochondria in your cell. Which are what create the energy, and it and it prevents them from actually producing ATP, which is basically the what what your cells use for energy. So e- e- although okay. you get yep. yeah, although you get a little a little burst maybe of the blood glucose, it actually reduces your body's ability to produce energy. So that's why you get a spike and then you feel afterwards. So sugars actually reducing your body's energy, not not even improving it. So it's a, for people thinking I'll give myself an energy boost. Like you won't last about thirty seconds, and that's that's about it, and it's gone. And then, you know, longer term, you've you've negatively affected it, and and your body's ability to produce energy.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, and and this is why I'm really big on being active as early as you can in the day, mm. and, and getting a if if you can get a, a not. A, cold shower but get a colder shower than normal and it just gets the blood the blood moving because when you when you're working out in the morning not only does it it wake you up it it actually increases that metabolism as well and it will accelerate the fasting process if you remain fasted after your morning workout that's going to just increase the effectiveness of it as well you know it's going to accelerate that so um that should be that is the healthiest breakfast that you can have Uh, i really Mm -hmm. believe that a workout or a walk um a walk outside as you say get yourself exposed to the elements get yourself exposed to sunlight and you know keep the keep the distractions away and the calories out and let your body give give it what it needs get that exercise get that activity in and then just let it let it do its magic you know and for me, there's literally no other way now. It's, it's, it's absolutely baked in. And uh, um, it's really just, again, making people aware that it's, it's almost like a, a fear thing. They, they think if they don't have that breakfast that they're going to succumb by lunchtime. Um, and it's, it's, it's so far away from the truth, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm proof of that and you're proof of that. Not, so, so are many other people. Um, it takes a bit of time and a bit of discipline, but once you get over that hurdle, it's, it, it's, it really is so easy. So, yeah, you know, I think definitely that the get, getting the activity in early is really beneficial. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I always try to, um, well on days where I work out, I'll try and do it first thing in the morning. And like you say, I'm living proof. I was literally that guy. I could not leave the house in the morning without breakfast, without eating something. And I'd be snacking throughout the day, like, you know if I've gone an hour or two without food I'm like man I'm hungry I'm starving I've got to eat that was me and then and then literally went to stopping breakfast it was like that was easy and then as I learned more and stuff then I'm like just uh, as I say I during the week I won't really eat lunch because uh, it it benefits me at work as well I can just go straight through it's, it's easy yep. um at the weekend I might eat lunch but you know on the days that I don't eat lunch it's, it's easy for me to go through because I'm, I'm eating properly and it's just a lot of it is just a one side it's a mental thing. People don't think it's possible. They think they need to eat when actually they don't. And the other part is obviously the incorrect diet they're eating, where your body's not getting the nutrition it needs. And so that's why it's also your body's going to be sending the signal that it maybe that it saying it needs more nutrition because you've not given it the proper nutrition. But a lot of it is just a mental thing. Because to be honest, I, I dropped breakfast um when I was eating what I thought was healthy, but actually, from what I know now, it was it was okay, but it wasn't you know, as healthy as I am now, I still had probably quite a lot of sugar in my diet. So I used to eat a lot of fruit. I love fruit. You know, I, I still love fruit, but I'm, I don't, I don't eat it now. Now and again, I might, like I say, for this whole month, I've not eaten any fruit. I'm going complete zero calf this month, but I used yeah. to eat a ton of, I, I used to eat a ton of fruit and I thought that was really healthy, but I mean, obviously it wasn't, uh, which I've learned now. So yeah, even without eating the fully optimal diet, I was able to still easily drop breakfast and it's more just a mental thing. And we've yep. even found that with, with our kids recently, actually. So I'm I'm really trying to uh, improve their nutrition and diet as well, uh, which we've spoke about quite a bit. Yeah, and, and I, yeah. Yeah. And we've kind of said to them about, you know, they don't, they don't snack. They used to snack a lot. I mean, and and again, used to be what we thought were healthy snacks. You know, they ate a lot of fruit, you know, yogurt and stuff. But But now and they would always be asking for snacks and then they would come to dinner time and they would eat a bit of their dinner and you know a little bit and whatever. And then now so they don't really snack now and they, you know, and they'll eat their whole dinner now. Whereas before they wouldn't. And also in between meals, they're fine. The, the, the other day, actually, when we were away, they didn't even eat lunch and they're absolutely fine. We went out for, we had, um, they had breakfast there, um, we went and got them a little treat for a breakfast and then we went out to the beach and then we went for dinner at like four. So they didn't eat between that from breakfast to them. They didn't eat and they were fine. They didn't even ask for a snack or anything. So it's like, it's mainly mental. the the main time that they ask for snacks is when they're bored which which we kind of discovered as well so a lot of the times you think you're hungry and i find that i don't know if you find the same but if i'm really busy at work all day not eating is no problem the one of the reasons i eat at the weekend is because it's easy for me to get a bit more in because i've got the time the other one is because of the weekend i'm doing less i feel the hunger more i I don't know if you're the same but a lot of it is just boredom
1: yeah boredom and you know you just having having something for the sake of you know filling in the time um mm. yeah, yeah the 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 boredom thing i'm quite it was difficult it, that was a factor at the beginning but now it's it's, it's very much that i'm obviously very very busy day to day lot of tasks to do um try to keep that that mental discipline that schedule so that if there is there is a few moments of uh, or a few minutes of boredom, I would uh, I would probably go on and watch something. I would probably watch a video or something like quickly online or something. But I don't really have the inkling to reach for a snack, which is obviously great. I mean, getting distracted and you know having a watching a few things that maybe you do, you don't need to do um, on YouTube or whatever. Uh, I mean, if it's educational, obviously that's good. But if, if yeah. it's not, if it's not not so good, but at the same time, it's I think it's better than reaching for a Kit Kat, you know. So, um at least and for where I am at the moment, nutritionally, it's the discipline is, is is been really really good, and I'm just about there now. You know, a consistent 21 hours, um five days a week, and yeah, on a Sunday, you know, I'll I'll enjoy um, having having some lunch rolls, you know, like, like, like the next person, you know, but it's certain that's, that's the difference. Do you, do you, um, what, what is your, uh, sort of next, next aim in terms of your, uh, your training and your, your, your your fitness wise, uh, or do do you, do you want to put on a little bit more or do you, are you quite happy with, with how, with, with where you are just now? Is there anything specific that, that you're aiming for. Obviously you mentioned that you're going, um, you know, full carnivore as well and eliminating carbs completely.
0: Yeah. So, so I've, since I started it, like I say, I kind of gradually went into it. And as I went more and more and for a while, I've been pretty much full carnivore. I did have a little bit of, you know, fruit and yogurt sometimes, but through the day yeah. I, I would be just, you know, meat and yeah, I, I saw great results, like lost loads of weight um and, and just fat. So, I did again, I don't I didn't have like target weights, but I took my weight to track and I also took all my measurements. So arms, chest, stomach, everything, um as well as photos. So I could see that the weight I lost was was fat. You know, like areas of muscle um were either staying the same um or growing and areas of fat were, you know, visibly disappearing in the photos and also disappearing on the measurements. So that was awesome. But yeah, right now I am actually I'm actually looking to <laughs> put a little bit of more muscle on to kind of, so looking to get my weight up a bit, but just with muscle. So obviously eating the same way we do, uh, I, I just need to slightly up uh, the amount I'm eating. And obviously I'm, I'm not going to put fat on with that. It's just going to be muscle. So I'm doing that. And just, I mean, well, I don't, I don't do crazy amounts of work now. I, I, I haven't throughout this whole thing. When, when I lost, lost all that weight, I wasn't doing any kind of crazy cardio. I was maybe doing about 20 minutes, two or three times a week of just kind of full body weight exercises. Um, and similar to that at the moment do, but I mean, to be honest right now kind of press ups um, sit ups and squats is the main thing that I do yeah. um, a few times a week, nothing crazy. And it, and it's mainly down to, to the diet. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I, I think you know, we, it's good to always have goals to continue to improve yourself, so you don't kind of stagnate. So, yeah, that that that's where I'm at now. What what about yourself? Are you still uh, aiming well, for anything?
1: Well, just just go back go back to what you were what you were saying. Uh, I mean, you've done it the right way. You've addressed the 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 nutritional part first, and that is the way that everyone should do it if they want to lose weight. You shouldn't be exercising too much because that will just inflame the muscles. And then it, it's actually, it can actually set them back. You need to completely address the nutritional aspect first. So you, you've done it absolutely the right way. And now you've got a base level where you are, you know, very little body fat and you can go in any direction you want. If you want to put on a bit of muscle, you can do that. You know, if you want to just stay stay where you are, just stay lean, healthy, mobile, you can do that as well. So, you know, that's that's an obvious Um, strength to to, to your approaches is the correct one Um, for for myself I obviously through gymnastics I've always had uh, as a kid I've always i developed a pretty ferocious metabolism from an early age and I was I've never had really any weight to lose I've always been in pretty good shape but I do want to I've strengthened my oblique areas a little bit just getting a little bit soft there and that will just involve a bit more heavier a he- bit more heavy workout. so I will be doing my upper body stuff and doing supersets which is overloading on a particular muscle group so whether it's your whether it's your abs or your your shoulders your your legs whatever it is your back your glutes you know overloading that area um will will it will I increase and then later on at the gym in the evening, I will start doing using a bit bit heavier, a bit more heavy, heavy weights, maybe at least one once a week, maybe twice a week. Um, but the thing that I've improved on recently is my chin-ups, um which is base level gymnastic conditioning, you know. Um, I remember when I was 11, 12 years old, I was whacking out twenty-five. You know, like no problems, boom, 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 boom. You know, so um, and now I can do. Now I've got a, I've got a little kind of challenge. So I, I do, I'll do four sets. So I'll, I'll do fourteen in the first one, then I'll do thirteen in the second set, drop it to twelve, and then I'll try and get ten in the in the final set and just rest about. It's usually about 30 seconds to 40, about 45 seconds, about 45 seconds to a minute rest in between the two. But just really try and improve my, my or not improve, obviously my technique's not perfect, it's, it's pretty good, but it can be improved more. Just make sure that I'm really still and static as I'm lifting and just, just so that I, the correct muscles are activated. So uh, chin-ups is something that uh, I'm, I'm focusing specifically just now and, and that will help. Um, that will uh, help increase my muscle mass slightly as well, which is you know my main goal for uh, going into going into the summer. But uh, but yeah, we we there's there's so many um, there's so many routes that you can go down, and as long as you've got the diet absolutely on point, then you can you can adapt and you can go in very different directions in terms of your fitness it's having that base level first and
0: yeah yeah definitely and and obviously eating a a meat-based diet is very helpful for building muscle for obviously tons of reasons but also one of the few supplements i'm not a huge fan of supplements overall but one of the few supplements that has been shown to actually work and give you benefits creatine uh in terms of growing muscle and there's tons of creatine in beef there's that's one of the few places you'll get it naturally so That for in terms of muscle growth, um, it's great. And the the overall diet really, it basically strips the fat off your body you don't need and gives you the protein, creatine, all of that to grow your muscles. So it's basically, you know, I don't think you can really improve on on the nutritional side of it. And then I was just gonna, just before we before we get to the end and finish up, I was just gonna kind of circle back to obviously we spoke about the diabetes and about how you can change with a diet, but there, is, there has been some kind of research and trials done around that using carnivore and keto. So I was just going to bring that up because obviously people might just look at us and say, well, that's just two crazy guys on the internet talking. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. But the, you know, there's there's been um, actual research on it. So there was one uh, published in the BMJ, which is a, a well-known scientific journal. They did a meta-analysis of 23 trials and found that, Low carb diets had a much higher rate of putting diabetes into remission. Um, and they'd done a study of 262 type 2 diabetes patients uh, using a low carb diet. Uh, after one year, all of them had lost weight, improved their blood, reduced medication, and insulin therapy was completely reduced, was, sorry, reduced massively or completely eliminated in 94% of users, and all other medications were removed. And where was it? There was another one as well. And uh, let me just find it. Do, do,
1: do, 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 do.
0: Very favourable statistics so far. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In um. Oh, so there we are. Harvard. So there was a a diet survey done by Harvard Medical School. Now, obviously, <clears throat> I have to be fair that I don't like epidemiological uh, research, which is what most health research is, where they just ask them one or two questions and then. They don't take into account everything else in their life. So obviously I have to take that into account with this, but this is quite specific, but still, you know, people could argue that, oh, that's epidemiological as well. But they did a survey of 2,029 people um, who had been on the carnivore diet for at least six months. Um, And for the ones on diabetes, uh, 90% discontinued or decreased insulin, 92% discontinued it altogether for type 2, 100% of them discontinued other diabetes injectables and 84% discontinuing oral diabetes. So that's, you know, again, very high numbers of people getting huge results. Um, And there's also um, ICMNI, which is the International Centre for Medical Nutritional Intervention. Um, They're based in Hungary. They're the centre and they've been using an animal-based diet. Uh, They call it paleolithic ketogenic diet. So, I mean, it's basically... I don't think it's quite full carnivore, but very close to it, and keto. And and they've been using that to treat um, type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, brain cancer, rectal cancer, lung cancer, epilepsy, Crohn's disease. And they've seen people completely um, and utterly cured by that. And then there's my favorite type of evidence, which is um, anecdotal. There's tons of people out there telling their story of how through keto and carnivore, they've reversed their diabetes and many other conditions too, but obviously we're talking about diabetes. And, um, and, and like I say, even with, with type one, there's been great results. You know, some people kind of speak, one of the guys I spoke to before was type one. And, and he was trying to tell me that if he didn't eat carbs, he would die because he needed the glucose because he had to inject the insulin. He didn't really understand that if he didn't eat the carbs, he wouldn't need the insulin and he could just lower his insulin. It'd be fine. But people think type one can't be helped but you know it massively can be helped yes on type one as far as we know so far you will still have to inject some insulin for the rest of your life but it can be massively lower plus most type ones are on a ton of other medication um and that can all be removed and you probably just need to keep up um just just your basic insulin injections which is a massive improvement in
1: your quality of life Oh most definitely, you know, I think the, the person I was speaking about earlier has has these insulin injections, but mm. also that that by getting everything else right and reversing all that, that's maybe the, the only thing that that they would they would need to do and and improve their their, their physique and their quality of their their the health of their skin, their, their hair. Their, their energy and um, their physique uh, just everything you know everything internally as well their gut clear their gut out you know just by nailing the, nu- uh, the nutrition side and cutting out cutting out the sugar you know so um but yeah the, the all the all the, the things that you that you, you quoted there dur- during the research I mean that's that's all spot on and I know I know for sure someone who has got rid of their Crohn's disease by making adjustments to their diet mm. you know and that that was I think I think it was eliminating either vegetables or a type of vegetable but once they did that the Crohn's disease went away yeah. and they're uh, feeling much better you know with-
0: yeah definitely with with Crohn's I that again there's there's a few um doctors I follow quite a bit I think Dr. Anthony Shafey, Dr. Ken Berry, a couple others. So they're practicing doctors yep. and they they use ketogenic diet and carnivore diet for their patients. And I think they say that basically, so far, every patient who's on, who has Crohn's and uh, things like that, they'll have it fully in remission within like three months of starting, basically Real? without fail. Yeah, yeah, ask. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Which, which is, is crazy, isn't it? And, and it's like just sometimes... You know, people with conditions, they kind of, because they've been told by doctors um, and, you know, medical authorities that there's no cure for it. Like this, this is just you for the rest of your life. And that, because they're told that repeatedly, it kind of gets in their head that nothing can be done about it. So then when you tell them something can be done, sometimes they're kind of, you know, they don't really believe you because obviously they've been told that nothing can be done by people who supposedly know what they're talking about. But, you know, if, if they will try it, it it really can be, you know, changed quite rapidly. And, you know, you've got to try and get them to think. Like, think about how good your quality of life would be if you could remove it. Like, what's the harm in trying? Just, you know, give it a go for whatever you've got, diabetes, Crohn's, any kind of um, disease or condition. Give changing your diet and your lifestyle a try because what's the worst that could happen? You know, you're already on all this medication and 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 feeling rubbish all the time and being affected your quality of life you can't do certain things and just just give it a try because the you probably can't even imagine what your life would be like without that condition and and, but you could actually reach that point so i would encourage anyone in that situation to at least at least give it a try
1: yeah really good way to, to to wrap up the um, the 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 podcast and the episode Ryan, you're, you're, you're spot on that there is nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. You know, and of course there, there is a a moral um a principle aspect of of the, what doctors are actually, you know, the way that they're approaching it and the way that the, the advice that they are given. You know, I think that it should be first and foremost, what is your diet like? Let's fix that first, you know, and if they don't know, then they can ask an expert, you know, mm-hmm. and in and, and, and a, and a last case scenario, resort to, you know, medication. But that that has to be at the forefront of their approach. I, I really believe that. And, you know, the other thing, as you're saying, is people have built up a, a picture of themselves or uh an idea or an or a or an image that this is how they're going to be like and they can't reverse it, you know? And and that's, you know, it's it's all about changing their belief system. If they believe that they can be, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds lighter, whatever it is, have a much better body and be the new them, then they can do it. They can absolutely do it with with with, with the right help. Um, it's just getting over that all that initial, um, you know, deep-rooted programming that they've had probably since childhood, and that is, that's that's not an overnight process. But they they they, I, I really believe that if the if that person has truly had enough of where they're at and they they want change that badly, they they'll do anything to change it, and they will take the right the correct advice, and they will they will implement it. You have to want it enough, and that's
0: it. You know. Yeah, you're right. You got to. They've got to be ready. If, if they're ready for the help, yeah. you can meet them when they're ready. If you try and force someone to, then you know if they're not ready to be helped, they they can't be helped. I think we spoke about that before in terms of other subjects. You've got to be. Um, yeah, if they're ready to be helped, then we're happy to help them. But you, you can't. You can drag a horse to water or lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink, can you? So that you've suck. got to um, see what, what you can do. And, and, and the point you made with doctors is I've, I've heard people talk about this a lot, which is kind of kind of funny, but kind of not funny because it's not a funny thing. But, you know, you go to the doctor with a problem and you say, oh, th- this is my problem, whatever, give you some drugs. It, it, if your pet is overweight and you've got issues, if you take your um, pet down to the vets, the first thing they'll ask is what's his diet like? But for humans, it doesn't even get mentioned.
1: Mm. It doesn't
0: even get mentioned. Like the, the, You know what I mean? It's just here's a pill. But with an animal, they'd be like, what's their diet like? Because they... Obviously, diet's the first thing, but for some reason, for humans, that's been lost, and we just want to give out medication.
1: Interesting point. Yeah, maybe it's because animals are, don't have feelings and they won't take things personally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, exactly. As we well, are, I'm trying to say there's something wrong with the, that it's my fault, you know. And yeah. uh, some people just aren't are ready for that, you know. And yeah. uh, but um, for the ones that really care, they they will they will get over that initial... Questioning, I, I wouldn't say criticism, but that questioning of what it is mm. that they're doing, and yeah. be willing to fix it. You know, yeah. so I think yeah. everything we're doing, we're, we're doing with the Facebook page and, and the podcast, that's that's just going to that's making people aware of not not just general advice, but the nuances as well. And you know, it's 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 great to be a part of that, and there's a lot more to come. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I'm just trying to give people that hope that you know what you don't have to up with this and and you know it, it can be changed and there's there's things you can do and hopefully people are ready for that and you know I don't blame people for being what's the word not like suspicious but doubtful of it because to be honest when I first started learning the stuff um, I had the same reaction you know I grew up thinking I knew what healthy was thinking well have a balanced diet you know fruit and veg scoop you and then you you know, you start to learn and that's not true. And at first I was like, no, that's rubbish, you know, that, but then you learn more and I'm like, okay, I began to realize that actually, no, actually it's, it's true. Like I was skeptical, I think is the word, you know, I was skeptical at first. And, but then once you kind of get over that and you look at the facts and you look at the results and you realize actually, yeah, okay, that, that's true. I was wrong all that time. I was lied to. And then once your eyes are open, then that, you know, you, that's it. You you can't see anything the same again, you know, you passed it then. So you can see for it so hopefully we'll get people to that point that that's our aim that's our plan is to help people get people to optimal health and and hopefully that's going to happen through through the podcast and the other things that we're doing so thank you very much again for for coming on it's been a, an absolute pleasure yet again as always
1: thanks a lot ryan it's been a pleasure coming on thanks for having me and uh, looking forward to you know continued uh, discussions on this and um also the uh, all the all the all the benefits that can come from you know optimal health, you know mental well-being, confidence, uh, increased energy, um, and then that will just have that that will revolutionise you know their their lifestyle and the lifestyle of people uh, that it will benefit everybody around them. It's a domino effect, so that's why this is so this is so powerful. So um, yeah, thanks again, and looking forward to the next one.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Me too. It will be good. In the meantime, um, if people check out, um, our, our website's been recently updated. We've got a load of stuff on that. We'll link everything in the bio. Um, the the platform is going to be out at the start, of the start of May, looking to get that out up and running. There's all the social medias to follow. So make sure you do that. We'll be back again next week and let's get optimal together hey guys thank you so much for tuning into the show i really hope that you enjoyed it if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or you'd like to appear on it then please contact us at hwpoduk at gmail.com on our website which is healthwealthuk.com or on any of our social medias which are at hwpoduk please make sure you like subscribe share it with all your friends and family and we will see you next week